Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short and I'm so glad to have you along today as we continue to look in the Word of God day by day. Do you ever feel like your situation is hopeless? I'm sure you do. Everybody does at times. It may be a relationship. It may be um, a family member. It may be a job situation, a financial situation. Obviously, sometimes we face health situations that just seem hopeless. And of course, there's bigger issues like, you know, things, the economy, the nation, the world, things that just seem out of our hands, that just seem to be going crazy. What do you do when things seem to be hopeless? Well, Scripture, as we've been studying, what are the benefits of getting in Scripture? And Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 15, such an excellent verse. 1 Corinthians 15 is our verse for the day, and it says this, for whatever was written in earlier times was written for our instruction so that through perseverance and the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. Through, in, through perseverance and the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. You know, another verse that I want to make reference to as we, before, as we look at this one is 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, where we read that no temptation has undertaken you, overtaken you, no temptation, let me check exactly, no temptation has overtaken you, excuse me, but such as is common to man. And God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will provide a way of escape. It's easy to think our problems are unique. It's easy to think no one else is going through what I'm going through. And therefore, feeling overwhelmed and feeling alone and feeling lost. The devil, of course, would love us to feel isolated in the midst of our problems. You are never meant to face your problems alone. Of course, our first and greatest source of strength is God and the Holy Spirit. Remember, we saw several weeks ago, one of the very names of the Holy Spirit is the helper. The helper, the parakletos, one called alongside to help us, to comfort us, to be there in our time of need. He is our helper. You weren't meant to face things alone, but you also were meant to find encouragement and strength from others. Now, there's two sources of this. One is, of course, day by day in your church, in your fellowship. Hopefully, there are people who come alongside your help to help you. Hopefully, there are people who provide encouragement and support in the midst of any situation. We call them allies people who have your back, people who, who understand what you're going through, and people who will be there for you. But also, notice this. God wants to strengthen us, give us perseverance and encouragement from the Scriptures. From the Scriptures. And I'd like to challenge you today to be able to articulate the things in life that really seem difficult, hopeless, or whatever. Don't just allow them to be just some general cloud hanging over your head, but rather, specifically, what situations really are getting you down? What situations are difficult to face? Again, it could be a relationship. It could be a 
bad habit. It could be a financial situation. It could be a, 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 a health issue, whatever it could be. Maybe, like I said, something big like the government or the economy or something. Whatever it is, be, be specific in mentioning it. Be articulate. Write it down. Uh, get it out of the fuzziness of your head and get it specific. Lord, this is, this is where I'm struggling. This is where I need help. This is my difficulty. And once you do, I want to encourage you to do this. Find someone, if possible, find someone in Scripture who went through the same thing. And there are people who do it. There are people in Scripture who have financial problems, health problems, relationship problems. There are people in Scripture who lived under oppressive governments. There are people in Scripture who were situations looked helpless. People in Scripture who had difficult problems they needed to overcome. Find those people. Meditate on how God came through in their life. Look carefully at what they went through. Where did they succeed? Where did they fail? Allow them, allow the Holy Spirit to use the Scripture to become your mentor, to become the one who guides you. You know, I've, I've often thought there are three types of people in the world. There are wise people. Wise people have problems and make mistakes, but they learn from their problems. There are foolish people. Foolish people have mistakes and problems, but they just keep making them over and over. They, they never learn. They never grow. They never change. They, they, you know, the difference between a wise person and a foolish person is not that the wise person never has problems. It's they overcome their problems. They learn from them. They, they improve, and, and those problems can go away, whereas a fool just continues to repeat them over and over and make the same mistake over and over and over again. If you've been a fool in the past, by the way, don't, don't continue to be one. Start being a wise person. But then there are really, really wise people. A fool doesn't learn from his mistakes. A wise person learns from his mistakes. But a really wise person learns from the mistakes of others. And this is what we have in Scripture. Scripture every mistake you can make, every sin you can commit, every problem you can have, every failure you can have, there's someone in the scripture who does it. Scripture is not just all stories of success. There's also tremendous stories of failure in scripture. And if we want to be really wise people, we can go to this Bible and allow people to mentor us, people not only who were successful, but also people who were failures. And we can learn from their mistakes so that we don't repeat the same ones. Can I encourage you today? to find hope and encouragement in the scriptures. Find someone, find someone's biography, someone's character sketch, someone's example that you can learn from, learning both what to do, how to overcome, or maybe learning what not to do and how to avoid failure. Now, of course, the other way we find hope and encouragement in the scripture is through God's teachings, his principles, his promises. I hope that you're building your life on the promises of God. This is what faith does. Faith doesn't ignore the circumstances, but it sees God's promises and faithfulness are greater than the circumstances. This is where we find hope in the promises of God. In Romans 4, it tells us that Abraham was promised a child, and he considered his own body now 
you know, he was, he was, he got up to a hundred years old and Sarah was 90. You consider the, says the deadness of her womb since she was about 90 years old. Yet with respect to the promise of God, he did not waver in unbelief, but grew strong in faith, giving glory to God, being fully assured that what God had promised, he was able also to perform. Might I encourage you, build your life. If you want to have hope, get promises from God. Get into the scripture. The scripture is, are, are, is filled with the truths and words of God. And these promises, take them personally. Allow God to speak to you and give you personal promises for your life, your future, your specific situation. Don't just make them general. Don't just have, you know, you know generally God's going to be good to me. Claim specific promises for specific problems where you need help, encouragement, perseverance, and hope. This will make a difference. And be like Abraham. Who, who even when the situation looked bleak and even when it looked impossible, I mean, listen, are any of you 90 years, any men 100 years old and your wife 90 years old and you're still hoping to have that first child? I mean, Abraham was in quite a situation. He did not grow weak in unbelief. He did not, he did not give up. He maintained hope and God gave him that miracle child. I want to encourage you. Keep believing God, hear from God, know from God, and let's let's have hope that God is a God of God is a God who still answers prayer, performs miracles, build your life, and cling to His promises. Father in heaven, thank you today that you are a miracle-working God, a wonder-working God. We pray today, Father, for those situations that seem hopeless in our family, our relationships, our finances, our health. Lord, we pray today for situations that seem hopeless and in, in changing, maybe long-term attitudes that we've had for a long time or bad habits we've had a long time or addictions we've struggled with. Oh, Father, we thank you that you are a God who can still come through for us. Make us like Abraham. Help us not waver in unbelief. Help us, Father, to, to have a faith in the power of God, in the Spirit of God, in the promises of God that will get us through even the most difficult personal or corporate situations. If we have, if we have challenges, Lord, in our church or in our community, our nation, in our world, help us, Lord, to have faith. Help us, Lord, to have your promises Help us to believe them. Help us, Father, to be overcomers because we do not waver in unbelief, but we grow strong in faith, giving glory to God, being fully assured that what you have promised, you will perform. Father, we, we confess that often our hopes, we give up hope because it's not in the timetable we're expecting. It doesn't happen as quickly as we were hoping. And so, Lord, in these times, we pray and we just acknowledge that you have your time scale. And indeed, we are, we are content, Father, if the ultimate victories may not even happen until we stand before you in glory. But we do thank you that you answer, your, you answer our prayers, you perform your good works, 
you fulfill your promises. Help us, Father, to not lose hope. Help us to persevere and help us to be encouraged no matter what situations we face. Father, today we ask that you would fill us with your joy because this is our strength. Fill us with hope. Help us, Lord, to stand up straight and tall, lift up our head, put a smile on our face, brightness in our eyes as we think of what you're doing. We thank you you're never caught off guard. We thank you, Lord, no problem that we face personally, no problem our whole country faces. It never catches you off guard. This pandemic, our situation in our nation, all these things, the, the, the battle, the ideological battle, none of this catches you off guard. Oh, Father, might we be strong, courageous, faithful warriors for what is true and righteous and good today. We are in intense spiritual battles. Help us, Father, to trust you with the things we can't change and to cry out to you in prayer. And for those things we can change, give us the courage to do so. We give you thanks today for big victories that we're, facing, we're seeing in that Texas abortion issue. How we pray, Lord, that our courts would continue to prevail, continue to rule rightly. And we pray, Lord, something, I just wondered if it could ever, ever be, that this Roe versus Wade abortion decision would be overturned. And Lord, it seems like we're on the cusp of it. We pray it would happen. Give our, give, give our elected officials courage, backbone, and spine as they work with this, we pray. Father, we bless you today. We worship you. And, we and with all of our hearts, big issues, small issues, we thank you you're available in all of them. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen, 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 and amen. All right. Make it a great day. Be blessed in the Lord. Walk in faith and hope. God is with you. God can bless you. We trust that he will. Okay? All right. We'll see you tomorrow. You have, a, you have a, a, the victories of the Lord, and we, we bless you. Amen. Bye-bye.